The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. If you like to make your NFL games a little bit more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast. We are, of course, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Ross Tucker. Former NFL offensive lineman, you know that, five teams, seven years. Unfortunately, my game broadcasts are done for the season until August in Philadelphia for the preseason games, but it was awesome. Went out with a bang on the sideline from Sunday's AFC Championship game, interviewing LeJarrius Sneed and Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, saying hello to Taylor Swift. It was awesome. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Certainly check me out, please, on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Check us out at Ross Tucker Pod. As a reminder, two things you need to know. Number one, this show is year round because as soon as football season's over, Steve still has at least one play every week that he recommends, whether it's the Masters or March Madness or whatever. Steve always has something to keep you guys in on the action. Plus, we have awesome guests in the offseason, like guys that Steve respects, guys that have strategies and philosophies that have worked out for them. Make sure you're checking us out in the offseason as well. Next week, we'll have a Super Bowl extravaganza, but we're going to dive in today as well. By Steve, of course, you guys know I'm talking about the star of this show, the one and only Steve Fezzik, who you absolutely should check out on social media at Fezzik Sports and only at Fezzik Sports. I still people see people saying, you know, I did this at stevefezzik.com. Not him. That's an imposter. That should be illegal. Steve only does stuff at pregame.com. So if it's not pregame.com, it's here on our show or go to patreon.com slash RT Media. That's where you see the official plays that Steve makes on this show, you must become a Tuckheads member at patreon.com slash RT Media. We also have the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, which is daily, keeping you guys rolling. Cannot wait to see Steve next week. Steve, can't wait to see you in person again. It'll be twice 
in one year. I'm thinking maybe we have a couple episodes next week because I want to maximize. I might even get you on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast just because betting on the Super Bowl is such a big deal. And I'm guessing because of that, a huge opportunity. Refresh my memory on the opportunity that the Super Bowl represents because of all of the quote-unquote, I don't know if you guys call it public money or stupid money. Well, I don't know what you guys call it, but all the money that comes in, Steve. Well, it's just one game. So side in total, it's no different really than any other game. The difference is that there's up to 500 proposition bets that are offered on the Super Bowl. And it used to be better, but it's still really good for twofold. Sportsbooks put up unique props at open and they make mistakes, frankly. They just put up lines that are wrong. So it's a race to get at the very first mistakes on the numbers. And then you're right, the public takes a hold of some uh, prop bets. And inevitably, uh, the public is going to bet certain things over. They always do. As an example, the obvious bet over would be to bet Patrick Mahomes rush yards over. It's currently a 25 and a half. If you wanted to bet Mahomes over, you want to bet now. If you want to bet under, you wait till post and you'll probably get an under 29 and a half at post, by example. Ooh, that's a good point because people like to bet over. So as we get closer and closer to post, these numbers will go up. So if you're going to bet something now, you're betting overs. If you want to bet unders, you wait. Absolutely. Yes, that's a, a great basic strategy. And the I know it's unlikely that players are going to land right on the number. But, Ross, um, every yard matters. And it's not unusual. I know the year in um, that uh, was when the Super Bowl was in uh, Miami, that uh, Mahomes, by example, went over his rush yards if you were the first to take the bite out of the apple. And then he wound up taking like three rushes for like minus 16 yards to end the game. And so he came all the way back down to where if you bet the opener, you won. If you bet any other number over, you lost. Oh, boy, that is uh, that's rough. All right, we're going to get more into the Super Bowl momentarily, but we do need to recap our bets from last week. That's what we always do here on the Even Money Betting Podcast. It was a good week, Steve. Real, really good week. You and I had one best bet, getting the Chiefs, getting three and a half points. We loved it. We both put two units on it. They won the game outright. I was actually stunned, Steve, stunned that evidently money was coming in on Baltimore and the line went up to four. Who are these people? I mean, I like, I, I like, who are all these people, Steve, that were laying three and a half to push the line to four? You know, there's an epic uh, book called The Odds by Chad Millman, and it documents professional better Alan Boston. And it describes just such a situation where Alan Boston bets a game plus three and a half, and the line goes up to five. And he's thinking to himself, someone is betting the other side. And they're betting a lot. So it didn't just come to four. It came to four and a half. And there was even a five that popped up. And it was a mystery to me. I hate it when the market flips me the bird. When the market goes completely against me. And, but I just couldn't understand it because I'm like, well, Lamar Jackson, we don't trust in the playoffs. And, you know, obviously we trust God. That is Mahomes. When you're praying for the Chiefs to cover, you may say you're praying to Mahomes. But you're really praying to God because he's he is the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, it's just incredible what he can do. And ultimately, 
that the one conversion he made where he was like in the pocket eight seconds and then finally found Kelsey is just a play no other quarterback in the league can make. He's uh, he, he's pretty darn impressive, Steve. There's no question about it. You and I were all over that one with getting the Chiefs and the points, and rightfully so. I was surprised. I didn't know it got up to four and a half and five some places, Steve. That is bananas. Jeff Benson, Circus Sports, went to five. So Circa takes the biggest limits in town also, up to $100,000 plus on these games. And he's like, ah, anybody that wants Kansas City, come on down. We're having a special plus five. Yes. Wow. That's awesome. All right. Well, you and I were all over that one. And then for the the Lions and the Niners, um, I leaned under with you. I actually did a parlay for DraftKings, and I had the under in the Chiefs-Ravens game. So my parlay hit. I had the Lions getting the points, the Chiefs getting the points, and the under in the first game. I don't remember you and I saying the under on the second game, but evidently we did. Thankfully, it was just a lean. You also, Steve, leaned to the Niners. I put one unit on the Lions at seven. Interestingly, Steve, I had said if it got up to seven and a half, I would put two units on it. It got up to eight some places and then came back down. Talk to me about the line movement on the Lions. Yeah, that's yeah, spot on. So it was seven for most of the week and pretty much painted seven and a half with some rogue eights. And, you know, at some point you wonder if some public money entered into the arena, right, where you're seeing um, more and more big bets from recreational bettors. And maybe that's what pushed both favorites upwards. I can tell you this, no professional gambler, none would ever lay seven and a half when they had all week to lay seven on a game like that. Um, very interesting the way Dan Campbell, who, um, by the way, the analytics people, they actually like Dan Campbell because it's kind of like, remember when Chris Moneymaker won the World Series of Poker and some people said, oh, he's a dummy, he can't play. Well, you know what? Being ultra aggressive and no limit poker is directionally the right thing to do. And being ultra aggressive in the NFL as a head coach is directionally the right thing to do. Obviously, so Dan Campbell made some mistakes, but all year long he got it right in that he was ultra aggressive. Interesting. I want to get into that a little bit deeper with you momentarily. I will say that I had one unit and that cash for me. So for the week, Steve, I was up three units. You were up two units. That means for the year, I'm finally off of zero. Finally. Uh, after like three straight weeks at zero, I'm at plus three for the year. You are at plus 29. We were 1-0 on our best bets. How about this in our best bets for the year now? 33, 33, and one. Isn't that remarkable? 33, 33, and one. Obviously not nearly good enough to make sure you guys are making money. I do want to ask you, before we get into the Super Bowl and some of this other stuff, Steve, I did want to ask you your thoughts on, well, first about this, how about this one? What are your thoughts, first of all, on Zay Flowers' fumble? I know how you feel about reaching for the goal line near the pylon. What about middle of the field, that situation? Yeah, just kind of a, a confluence of unfortunate events. I don't think he was not protecting the ball. Obviously, he was falling forward, trying, but not reaching the ball forward. Um, I thought it was acceptable. It's just it, sometimes things happen in football and you can't play so conservatively 
to like think to yourself, oh, let me not fumble. So I was fine with it. Well, what about you, Ross? F- totally fine with that. I mean, obviously, it's just an unbelievable play by Legereus Sneed. I guess you'd like to think that Flowers has a little bit more presence, but he was so close, and he even went low. You know what I mean? Like, it's sure. harder for them to punch it out when you go low like that and you're diving, and it wasn't like he had it way out in front of him. It was still sort of within the framework of his body. Just a terrific play by Legereus Sneed, who was bawling, by the way, after the game, Steve when I interviewed him. Let's talk, though, about the two field goals by Dan Campbell or, or fourth downs where he did not kick the field goals and your thoughts on that because I've been really curious to hear what you think. So end of the first half, he chose to kick the field goal. I 100% agree. He's like on the three-and-a-half-yard line. I think they get in the end zone if they run the last play maybe three-sevenths of the time. So the expectation, whether you go for the touchdown or the field goal, is three points. So it doesn't matter in terms of your point expectation. Some would say, now, wait, now the Lions are a big underdog. They should be ultra aggressive and go for it um, more often than not. Well, the the script had had switched at that point. Now they were actually a nine-point favorite. And as a nine-point favorite, you want to reduce variance, meaning you don't want to go for it, all things being equal on any close call, you want to reduce variance of the game and kick the field goals. So he was correct in that case to kick the field goal. Where he was incorrect was when they went into halftime, they're up 17, the Niners cut to 14, they drive down, and they have a fourth and short. I know the kicker isn't the best kicker in the NFL, but um, you're up 14. It's late in the third quarter. You have to kick the field goal on fourth and short there because you want, again, reduce variance. You're still laying nine at that point. You're supposed to win the game. Why increase the variance of the game? What about the one in the fourth quarter? Uh, the one in the fourth quarter, I was a Yeah, I was A-OK with it because now the script has switched again. Now the Niners are ahead by three. The Niners are supposed to win this game. They're the better team. If you attempt the field goal, you're just trying to tie the game. So you're a big underdog to win at that point. So now you need to go back to increasing variance so it's correct. To all things being equal, if the expectation is close in terms of the analytics people, which it would be, you go for it and you and you play aggressive because you're the underdog at that point. Here's what I would recommend, Steve. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Right now, all Game Time users, you guys know I have the app on my phone and I love it, get $100 off a big game ticket with code VEGAS100. Terms apply, but do what I did. Just download the Game Time app and use code VEGAS100 for $100 off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, use code MONEY, M O N E Y, for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today, last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. You know how I feel about it. I love being able to see my seat and exactly what the vantage point is before I buy. I love the game time guarantee, meaning you always get the best price. And it's so nice to just hit two clicks and know that you're getting your tickets. Absolutely love it. Interesting, Steve, on, uh, on what you said about the Lions decisions. Not like in the first one. You did like the second. I talked to an analytics guy for an NFL team today. They agreed with what you said, that the first one they thought they should have kicked it, 
The second one, you kick the field goal there, you're really just setting the Niners up to go down and score and take the lead again. You're not, you know, you're really not helping yourself to win the game. So, um, interesting. Uh, let's talk overall, Steve, Super Bowl betting strategy. Here we are, whatever it is, uh, 12 days from the big game. DraftKings Sportsbook, one of our big advertisers, they already have out there a lot of prop bets on this game. I want you to peel back the curtain and talk about what your and others' Super Bowl betting strategy should be. Because I thought you said something interesting when I texted you about the DraftKings having so many prop bets out already. Yeah, uh, pros love betting props for the Super Bowl, but there's certain dynamics of this game that we're unhappy about. We don't like it when a game is pick 'em. And why is that? Because it's too easy to price so many prop bets. Who's going to have the longest touchdown? Who's going to cover the third quarter, the fourth quarter? Who's going to have more first downs? Um, who's going to have more yardage? Bottom line is if the game's close to pick 'em, it's so easy to price all that and make San Francisco a slight favorite in each and every one of these that um, a lot of the opportunities that you might have with a three or a six or a nine point favorite goes out the window when um, a game is aligned very close to pick. Secondly, one of the pulling back the curtain, one of the secrets the pros love to bet every Super Bowl, Ross, is for the Super Bowl to start out slow. And you bet things like first half under, first quarter under, second half to outscore first half. But the dynamics of this game are unfortunate in that the Chiefs are a dead nut under team in the second half. Spags makes the right adjustments at halftimes with that defense. Oftentimes, Mahomes and company just run clock. And so we've seen the Chief games go under massively in the second half. So look at my dilemma. I've got a team in the Chiefs that are very low scoring in the second half, their games. And I've got Super Bowls that are very high scoring in the second half. They offset each other. And I don't think I can make any of the bets that I normally make first half versus second half, etc. I got to tell you. I don't understand. I'm looking at DraftKings Sportsbook right now, and we record this 9.25 a.m. Eastern time on Tuesdays. Uh, by the way, it's going to be, uh, might be a little bit later than that. I'm not sure yet next week. But the Niners are two-point favorites. The total's 47. Steve, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I thought that the Chiefs were clearly the better team in all three playoff games we've seen against the Dolphins, against the Bills, and against the Ravens. I think even the Bills and Ravens games, those games were lucky to be that close. You know, the you think about, you know, the McCole Hardman play where he fumbles out of the end zone. You think about, you know, Rasheed Rice, end of the first half, they call that back on a hold for the Chiefs. I mean, I, that game could have gotten away from the Ravens. I thought the Niners were not the better team in both those games. You know, I thought they had a lot of fluky plays really go their way. Reynolds dropped the ball off Bildor's face mask to Ayuk. What are these guys looking at that, based on what we've seen in the postseason, the 49ers are still favored in this game? Yeah, I don't understand the line either. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead. We're not supposed to make our official play in the game until next week. Well, that's not how I roll. If it's plus two, I'm... Pretty darn confident we won't see better. Put me down. Two units on the Kansas City Chiefs plus two. I also have to comment, the media has gotten this wrong. The narrative 
I've heard a zillion times people saying, well, the look-ahead line on this matchup was plus three. They can't see you could have gotten plus three last week, and now you're only getting plus two. They are correct. The look-ahead opener was plus three. The pros gobbled Kansas City up plus three. That number disappeared. They liked Kansas City before the games were played last week at plus three because it closed two and a half. So the number that the closing number was Chiefs plus two and a half. What's happened since? Niners were lousy. They were bad. They played a horrible game against Detroit. Lucky to survive. And all Kansas City did was go in and kick the best team in football, the Baltimore Ravens, butt. So if two and a half was correct last week, then two and a half can't be close to correct this week. And we're basically getting almost the same thing plus two. Two units on a game that should be pick them, if not Kansas City. I actually made Kansas City the smallest, the tiniest of favorites. So plus two, two units, official pick. I'm going to join you, Steve. I'm going to make it my DraftKings best bet presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports. Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season with Code Ross because life's more fun when you're in on the action. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 100-GAMBLER. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Voter pro- prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. For me, it's very simple. The Chiefs have clearly been the better team in all three playoff games. The Niners have been the worst team, I think, in both of their playoff victories. I think the Chiefs are the better team. I think the Chiefs are going to win the game. You're going to give me two points. I'm going to take them. I'm with you, Steve. Chiefs plus two, two units. Best bet. The best bet. What about the props, Steve? They're all out now. Um, But you and I were texting back and forth. Like, since the props are all out, shouldn't we be firing on all of them now before they all get, you know, bought up and, and by next week they're not as good? Yes, but they're not widely available. And frankly, I just haven't given them out to my clients yet. So... I can't just start, you know, firing left and right on something that's just available at one select book. I try to wait till at least several books have them. However, I am going to give out a prop bet. I'm going to go one unit, first quarter, Kansas City Chiefs plus a half. Ross, anyone who knows me knows I love plus a half and a quarter bet. I love it so much. It's almost like everything has, it doesn't seem like much, but everything has to go wrong for you to lose. Uh, both teams defer if they win the coin toss. So it's 50-50 who gets the ball first. Think about this. If the Chiefs get the ball, there's a really good chance you're going to get two possessions and the Niners are only going to get one. The only way you lose is if basically you bagel on your possessions and the Niners score. Um, obviously, you could lose 7-3 also. But the path to victory, there's so many other paths where the first quarter ends in a tie at 0-0 or 7-7, 3-3. Um, and you win with the plus a half. So you have to lay like minus $1.50, I think-ish. I'm going to take Kansas City for one unit, uh, plus the half in the first quarter. Got it. Um, I like that bet, too, quite a bit. Almost as much as I like DoorDash, Steve. Listen, for the Super Bowl or for any big game, make it easy on yourself. Order in on DoorDash. Now you can root for your bets while your food and drinks are on the way. That means burgers, chips, dips, soda, pizza, wings, so much more delivered straight to your door. And then you got to have something delicious to wash it down with, Steve. That is Labatt Blue Light. Drink some with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All right. So is the quarter an official play that we want grades to, 
to play and, and grade you on, Steve? Yes, sir. One unit plus the half. We do have to lay, like I said, it's minus $1.55, I believe. So uh, we're, we're playing a little extra big, but absolutely. Um, bold prediction, first quarter will end in the tie, and we'll steal it because we're getting the plus a half. Next week, obviously, Steve and I will get into more of the prop bets that Steve really, really likes after he gives them out to his clients. They'll, of course, also the ones he makes on this show. He does a lot of other stuff for his clients, but the ones he does on this show, you can get on our private Slack channel, patreon.com slash RT Media. Here's some props that jumped out to me. Steve, I want to get your thoughts on them. Looking at DraftKings, um, Brock Purdy, 11 and a half rushing yards. Listen, he's had to do that a bunch recently, and he's pretty good at it. There's a good chance that's one scramble. That's one run, Steve. I like the over Brock Purdy, 11 and a half rushing yards. Your thoughts? Yeah, the only concern I have is the end game because Purdy goes for 16. You're styling, you're going to win. And this has burned me on multiple times. The, if, if the Niners wind up winning the game, and because I like the Chiefs, I'm a little less concerned, but, I mean, certainly the Niners are going to win about half the time. And then he takes the, th- the victory formation, and he loses back nine yards on the final two or three plays. So that's my only concern. I like Christian McCaffrey over 35-and-a-half receiving yards. When I looked at it yesterday on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you know, his, his over-under receptions was four-and-a-half. So if they're saying it's four and a half, then he has to average nine yards of reception. I feel pretty good about that, you know, with him. Plus, especially the Chiefs have really good corners. I think the advantage is getting McCaffrey or running back matched up on their linebackers. I think McCaffrey's going to have a huge day. And then last one, maybe I'll talk about more about next week, Purdy over half an interception. He's been throwing interceptions and interceptable balls a lot, a lot. All the Chiefs need is one interception, Steve. To me, it seems like there's a pretty decent chance of those. We'll see whether or not those are official prop plays next week. We will have an epic Super Bowl show. Do not miss it. Going to be awesome. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for tuning in to Even Money. Make sure to also check out the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform.